Hi everyone, welcome back to the MetBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Marfan syndrome, found under the MSK section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 30-year-old man with the Marfanoid habitus presents for genetic counseling. His father, paternal uncle, and paternal great-grandfather died of sudden cardiac deaths. His father specifically suffered from an aortic dissection. As part of this patient's workup, he recently had cardiac imaging, which revealed a 5-centimeter aortic aneurysm. He is sent for further surgical consultation and is tested for suspected Marfan syndrome. Let's continue with an introduction to Marfan syndrome. Clinically, it is defined as an inherited connective tissue disorder characterized by aortic abnormalities and musculoskeletal deformities. In terms of the demographics, the clinical manifestations typically occur in adulthood. With regards to the pathogenesis, fibrillin forms a major part of connective tissue and provides structural support and elasticity to blood vessels, skin, and bones. Abnormalities in fibrillin can result in aortic abnormalities, such as cystic medial necrosis, in an ectopic lens due to structural weakness in the ligaments of the lens, and in skeletal deformities. With regards to the genetics, the inheritance pattern is typically autosomal dominant. It is due to mutations in the FBN1 gene, which is on chromosome 15 and encodes for fibrillin 1, a glycoprotein that forms a protective sheath around elastin. Remember that elastin is found in multiple parts of the body, including large arteries, the skin, lungs, and ligaments. With regards to prognosis, remember that survival has improved with better management of aortic diseases. And with early diagnosis and management, patients often have a normal life expectancy. Moving on to the presentation. On exam, patients will appear tall and with thin stature. They will have long extremities with an arm span that exceeds their height. They may have long fingers and toes, which is referred to as arachnodactyly. Their thumbnail may protrude beyond the ulnar border of the hand when it is crossed. This is referred to as a thumb sign. And the thumb and little finger can encircle the entire wrist. This is known as the wrist sign. Patients may also have pectus carinatum or excavatum, as well as scoliosis and hypermobile joints. On ocular exam, there may be subluxation of lenses, which is typically superior and temporal. On cardiovascular exam, one may note mitral valve prolapse, which presents with a mid-systolic click followed by a late-systolic murmur. There may be aortic regurgitation, which presents with a diastolic murmur, or mitral regurgitation, which presents with a high-pitched holosystolic murmur. In terms of further imaging, transthoracic echocardiography is indicated for all patients to evaluate for cardiac involvement. Specific findings may include mitral or aortic valve abnormalities, as well as aortic aneurysms or dissections. And when making the diagnosis, remember that this is based on clinical presentation, and genetic testing is not always necessary, but it is diagnostic. With regards to the differential, make sure to think about Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, with distinguishing factors being that patients will have hyperextensible skin and easy bruising, and they will present with middle-sized artery aneurysms more often than aortic aneurysms. In terms of treatment, remember that there is no curative treatment, so treatment is targeted at symptoms. Conservative options include avoiding high-impact contact sports. This is indicated for all patients. 
Medical options include beta blockers or angiotensin receptor blockers. This is indicated to halt the progression of aortic root dilation. Operative options include aortic aneurysm repair. This is indicated in patients with aneurysms that are greater than 4 to 4.5 centimeters. And lastly, complications related to Marfan syndrome include aortic dissection, which is the most common cause of death, as well as congestive heart failure from cardiac valve abnormalities. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Marfan syndrome, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 28-year-old man presents to your primary care office to establish care. He feels well, but has not seen a physician in several years. Past medical history is notable for a chronic heart murmur and prior gonorrheal and chlamydial infections, which are both successfully treated with antibiotics. He was adopted as a young child and has never met his biological parents. A diastolic murmur, tall stature, and joint hypermobility are noted on physical exam. The patient's chest also demonstrates pectus carinatum. Which of the following etiologies best explains the patient's heart murmur? And the answer choices are, choice one, a chromosomal abnormality causing a bicuspid aortic valve. Choice two, a defect in elastin causing supravalvular aortic stenosis. Choice three, a defect in fibrillin causing aortic root dilation. Choice four, a defect in procollagen causing mitral valve regurgitation. Or choice five, vasculitis of the vasa vasorum causing aortic root dilation. The best answer to this question is choice three, a defect in fibrillin causing aortic root dilation. This patient with joint hypermobility, pectus carinatum, and chronic aortic regurgitation most likely has Marfan syndrome, caused by a mutation in FBN1, which encodes the protein fibrillin. The defect in fibrillin can cause aortic root dilation and, in turn, aortic regurgitation with an associated diastolic murmur. Fibrillin is a structural protein that ensheaths elastin, providing structural support and elasticity to numerous connective tissues. Defective fibrillin makes these tissues weak, loose, and fragile particularly in the skeleton and cardiovascular systems. Skeletal abnormalities include tall stature, elongated extremities, fingers, and toes, referred to as arachnodactyly, joint hypermobility, scoliosis, and pectus excavatum, which is a concave or sunken chest, or pectus carinatum, which is a protruding chest, also known as a pigeon's chest. Cardiac valves may be floppy or incompetent, causing mitral or aortic regurgitation. Most concerning are the effects on the aortic wall, which can include aortic dissection or aneurysm, which is the most common cause of death in this disease, as well as aortic root dilation, which also leads to aortic regurgitation. Eye involvement can cause lens subluxation. Let's also discuss whether their choices are incorrect. Choice one, the chromosomal abnormality that can cause bicuspid aortic valve and in turn, aortic stenosis or regurgitation is Turner syndrome. However, individuals with Turner syndrome have a single X chromosome, making them genetically and phenotypically female. Choice two, defects in elastin occur in Williams syndrome, a congenital microdeletion syndrome, which can cause supravalvular aortic stenosis, not mitral regurgitation. 
neither mitral regurgitation nor aortic stenosis would cause a diastolic murmur. Choice 4. Defects in procollagen or collagen can occur in Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which can rarely cause mitral valve prolapse or regurgitation or aortic regurgitation. However, mitral regurgitation would cause a systolic, not a diastolic murmur. Choice 5. Vasculitis of the vasovasorum occurs with syphilitic aortitis, which is a component of late syphilis. While this patient's history of sexually transmitted infections places him at higher risk of syphilis, late complications would be unusual at his young age, and he has no other indications of the disease. Finally, a bullet summary. Marfan syndrome is a connective tissue disorder caused by a mutation in the gene for fibrillin, resulting in aortic, cardiac, and ocular abnormalities and characteristic skeletal features. That's all for this review about Marfan syndrome. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.